The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your hands. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. And we're going to get over to the U.K. shortly. Just hang with me. Let me get some formalities out of the way. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. And also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you'd like to join in on the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the fades. It's made for radio. Head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, right side of the page, and we are streaming live. You'll see that. Click on it, enlarge it, and uh, whatever device you got it on. And then click on the icon for the platform we're on. Join us in the chat. Lots of friends in there this morning. Good morning to all you guys. Great to see you out this morning. Bright and early, and uh, yeah, join us in there. We'd love to have you, as well as right above where we're streaming is Bradley's show from yesterday. Now, Bradley isn't feeling too too good. You can tell. 
but he's hanging in there. He's a trooper. Talked with him last night, got back from his event, and um, <laughs> wants to go to bed, which I told him, I said, that's what you really ought to be doing. Um, every chance you get, once you're done with your events, go sleep it off. Um, you know, do what you're doing there uh, and let your body fight off whatever you've got going on. No, it's not the con- it's not the convents. Okay, he's just there's just something that wears you down when you go full on for two weeks and then you have a day off or so, and then you go on for another week, uh, full force. So and be in prayer for Bradley that his strength will return to him. You can watch his show from yesterday there. Uh, he's live at three o'clock today, Eastern time for two hours. So two hours today of Bradley. Also, right above that is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. And again, we don't rent your email, sell it or spam it. One email a day, and that includes the morning show archive. Be sure to do that. And then if you agree with our message, you'd like to help support the Sons of Liberty, there is a donate button at the top of the page. Again, we just let you guys know that we have needs. They, those needs cost money. I mean, to do all that we do and uh, and to take care of our families, too. And, and guys, we don't live extravagantly by any means. Um, so we're not looking for that, but we are looking that the, the needs get met for the ministry. And so if you're able to do that, uh, there's a donate button, or you can uh, partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is at the top of the page as well. And also our store. Today is the last day you can pick up Bradley's drum pad, the Deadlock drum pad, a signature series. It is a metronome for drummers. You've seen that with uh, people who play other instruments. They use a you know one of these little metronomes. Usually they're wooden. They look like a pyramid, and they got the little thing that ticks back and forth to keep time. Right. Well, this is this is that for drummers. <laughs> so. Uh, usually these are $60 tonight through midnight. You can get 10% off of these. If you've been wanting to get one of these for somebody, a musically inclined person in your home, you can get 10% off by using the promo code deadlock and check out when you go to the store. Um, with that said, I got a, just a couple of things that I want to throw out here before we, uh, head over to Kate. Now, yesterday I put out some videos and Kate had sent me one, and I picked up another one from somebody else. This is over in France. The healthcare givers over there earlier is this week or last week. I'm maybe the week, before, maybe not this week, but the week before. And it didn't get a lot of coverage. This is what's kind of interesting. These healthcare givers burned their diplomas in protest against compulsory vaccinations, and they took off their what they call their gowns, I, I guess I would refer to them as their those jackets, those white jacket kind of thing, but some of them wear the gowns or whatever. They took those off, and they burned those too. Let me, let me give you a little insight as to what's going on here. And this is outside the hospital. And you can see they're, they're burning them in protest because of the mandatory shots. And they're speaking out against it. These are the nurses. Now, I don't know where they were like a year and a half ago, but better late than never, you know, is the way I look at it. But had they taken this stand last year, it wouldn't have gotten to this point. It just wouldn't have gotten to this point. And so you see several of these guys come forward. They burn their diplomas, then they throw their gowns in there in the burn barrel. Bonjour, ex-soldats de l'hôpital de Pau et mis à pied depuis deux jours. 
And of course they're speaking French, so I have no idea what they're saying. But they're obviously saying we don't agree with what's going on with the mandates. Bruno, infirmier et anciennement aide-soignant, 35 ans de carrière. Aujourd'hui, tout est fini. And by the way, let's let's take out. You you get the idea. There's a couple of videos at sonslibertymedia.com that you can check out. I'll put the link in the uh, uh, the archive this morning. And just to remind you some, about something, okay? These masks that you see them have on, these are these are those cheap little masks, it, you know, that used to on the box before they scrubbed it when we started exposing that, that said, this does not prevent coronavirus. I just want to remind you, these are nurses with these things on. And I just want to remind you how these things are made. Are you ready for this? For those of you who didn't see it, these are the uh, these are the sweatshops that these masks are made in. Does this look sanitary? Does this look like this is conducive to your health to put this thing on? When we talk about a face diaper, we're talking about it's that before it even gets on your mug. These are those little blue face masks that don't prevent anything. Piled up on the floor in a dirty room. And look, I know these guys probably have to earn a living for their family. I'm not I'm not trying to take away from that. But the fact of the matter is, is this is what they're doing. This is the kind of masks people in in the norm, unless they're trying to make a fashion statement, is this right here. It's absolutely incredible. And yet this is supposed to protect you from germs and all this stuff, which it doesn't. But these are the lies, and let me tell you something. The one behind it is the father of lies himself, and the people perpetrating them, this stuff are his kids. Okay, They're not God's kids. They're the devil's kids. And there is a distinction. Okay, So I just want you to... I wanted to make sure that you understood that. If you've not seen that, I'll have the link for that as well. This was out last year sometime. Uh, I came across the video, and I'm thinking, my goodness, this was in April of last year, by the way. So with that said, uh, we've got with us our own Kate Shimrani, and she's coming live from what is the name? Uh, I'll, I'll let her. I'll, I'll let her tell. Surgery, three weeks at the top. She's actually speaking So we're just going to join her in progress here. The oncology team from the Marsden, working at the London Oncology Clinic, then advising me on day two of that surgery. After reading. Part of the book, The China Study, and I went in with Dr. Max Gerson, a reporter to 50 cases. I began to read it with five drains. I'd had a double mastectomy and a reconstruction. On day two, I signed myself out. Wasn't the best decision at that time, but that decision was to save my life. Now, four things plus one very spectacular thing came out of my ex-husband. He's a scientist and he's Iranian. And I was with him for 22 years, and I have him to thank for my life and my four children. He said nothing happens just by chance, which is what they lead you to believe. It's all cause and effect. So basically, we were finding out that cancer is cause and effect. It's toxicity and deficiency, and it's completely avoidable, and it's completely reversible. But oncology drugs make 600 billion profits every year. From the moment you are born, they inject you with viruses, funguses, mold, parasites, aluminium, mercury, 
Immortalized cell lines from aborted fetuses, MRC5, WI38. They inject you with viruses like hepatitis B. What they're doing is they're setting you up. It's the lock and load. You then require the treatment from the hospitals. You pay for it all the way along with your national insurance and your taxes. Then you die. You pay for that. And you're disposed of. And you pay for that. The whole healthcare system was set up with Rockefeller. Rockefeller put two members of the board of his own and they put loads of money in. And the allopaths were the quacks and the naturopaths were the healers. And the satire at the turn of the century was the allopaths, the treatment would kill you. The naturopaths, the disease would kill you. Rockefeller himself lived until he was over 100 and he wouldn't touch what we call modern medicine. So I found out that I'd been lied to. And my nursing career was all a lie as well. When I learned about immunity, it was a two-hour lesson and I learned about vaccines. And it was all a lie. Then I was to learn that doctors, these that you see in medical school, that we idolise, idolatry. Their PhD, they don't have it. Doctor is an honorary title. They don't know how to critique studies properly. So what they do is they read the abstract and then they read the blurb that the pharmaceutical companies give them. And then what they get offered is bribes. If you use this drug and you reach this target, you can go to this conference in Antigua and attend this conference. So, and by the way, you can take your family with you. Dr. Sat Palmer, go and look him up. I know him very well. He's in the top three surgeons in the world for maxillofacial. He did the reconstruction surgery on Malala. Don't shake your head, madam. Either stay and listen, and you may learn something, or move along quickly. We find that offensive. Great! We are exercising our human rights. God gave us eyes to see and ears to hear. Your ignorance is going to cost children their lives. Either come and listen, come and join us. Then move along and don't shake your head. I find you offensive and you're in our space. No, you're not allowed to shake your head. What you're doing is you're showing prejudice and fear. The science is there and it's debatable. And it's that ignorance that has led Chris Whitty against the Joint Committee for Immunisation and Vaccinations to say he's going to go against that and against the evidence. And he's going to give our children these death pop shots. And now what they've done is overturned the Ballantana stock case yesterday and given the authority under Gillick competence to see if our children are competent enough to decide for themselves whether they have this injection plus the flu injection Another gentleman who's got Parkinson shaking his neck. <laughs> Sir, stay and listen. You might learn something or move along swiftly. So they're also going to be giving the children the HPV vaccine. Three injections this term altogether that have not been tested to set together for their efficacy. So what I learned was that all these drugs, the top three causes of death in the UK and America, Cancer, heart disease, and pharmaceutical drugs. I am trained and qualified as an independent nurse prescriber. 
My partner will tell you, you won't find a paracetamol in my cupboards. You won't find Nurofen. You'll find DMSO, chlorine dioxide, colloidal silver. You'll find iodine, selenium, zinc, vitamin D, K2, niacin, vitamin B3, incidentally, nicotinic acid. Dr. Nama Cray, he's a psychiatric nurse. There are studies done. Vitamin B3, nicotinic acid, given in massive doses will bring people out of really deep depressive states. Another psychiatrist noted hemophrenic, catatonic, simple schizophrenia and paranoid schizophrenia. When you removed all gluten from the diet, their symptoms disappeared. When he took this to the board, what do you think they did? Suspended him, told him to get them back on their drugs and get them in. Why? Because this is the Rockefeller industry. Healthcare, it isn't. These are the hospitals. We have nurses and doctors now prostituting for pharma and pimping for the government. Our police are now agents of the state. Anyone looking on alternative media, which is the real media, my family are in Australia. Take a look at what's happening in Australia right now. The people are turning. I watched them push their way past the agents of the state this morning. So my cancer... I declined chemotherapy, tamoxifen, Zolodex. I declined radiotherapy. My brother-in-law owns the hospital in Tehran. He's the country's leading urologist. He's pivotal in treatments that have been done that he's pioneered all over the world. His oncology team looked at my notes and they said, she'll die within 18 months. I'm almost 10 years on and cancer free. 10 years on. Oh, I saw many four friends, even the sister on the ward. I saw them all die in that time. Even Sally Farmelo, who was one of the Bond girls. I think she had a bit of an illicit encounter as well with some politician, but don't they all? She also went down the entire route and was dead within a year. I saw them all, all do it. I didn't do nothing. I did the Gerson therapy. I had four young children. I did... 13. We've got some kind of uh, <clears throat> problem going on with the feed here, and I don't know what's happening there, but uh, we've, we've lost Kate for a little bit. I'll leave it on, and if it comes back up, we'll turn back on to Kate. Um, while we're waiting on Kate, and again, th- th- this must be this great 5G service that they rolled out there in the UK, right? I mean, you guys have seen it for yourself. They were rolling this stuff out. Uh, Kate had filmed them. Uh, she had gotten other clips. We had gotten clips where they were doing this in London, where they were doing it all around England. <laughs> and yet, I think we've had her on one time where there was a really good reception and a good clear picture and no foul-ups here. But uh, for whatever reason, it's kind of stuck in that position right now. So as soon as it comes back on, we'll hear uh, her going on. Now, let me let you in on this. And again, she's out there every week. And just to remind people, by the way, uh, I'll have the link also. I mentioned to you that uh, Dr. John Diamond had me on his show Thursday. And you can't share a link on Facebook with with Brideon because, uh, of course, they're fascists, and they, they, they just say Brideon in and of itself. If it's Brideon, it's against their terms of service, which is completely stupid. But I, I, recall, I recounted to Dr. Diamond that, uh, you know, Kate had told us 
that one of these media outlets that had went after her, that had been against her, started to see all of the stuff this year coming to pass that she said was going to happen last year that other doctors we've had on the show have said and other doctors we haven't had on the show have said, come to pass, the truth hit them in the face like a Mack truck. Hopefully it wasn't as, well, it wasn't as deadly as a Mack truck, but it did hit them in the face. And what did they do? They went and bought the equipment that she's pulling around, that little amplifier, whatever it is, and her megaphone, um for her to go and do what she's doing in places like that. We lost the, uh, we completely lost her feed there. So I'm hoping they're going to uh, contact us back, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, let me see if I can. Uh... So this is live radio <laughs> and uh, we lost her there, but <clears throat> I sent her a message. She's going to be talking. So we're probably going to miss her. Maybe we'll get uh, Dr. Niall McRae when he gets up. He was standing there as well. So in any case, she sent a a video to me. Now, this is of a nurse, okay? And this is what... I, I want you to just listen to the testimony of this nurse. She says that her colleagues want the unvaxxed, quote-unquote, to die, all right? And you know why they want them to do it? It's because they know they're lying through their teeth. They know they're, they know exactly what they're doing at this point. You, there's no way you cannot know. There's just no way you cannot know at this point. And I want you to listen to what this nurse has to say. A couple of years ago, if you would have told me that doctors would be verbally wishing their patients died based on their vaccination status or a choice they made, I wouldn't have believed you. If you would have told me that nurses would no longer be advocating for their patients' rights in autonomy, I wouldn't have believed you. If you would have told me that it would be normal to hear people wish other people would die based on a health choice they made, I wouldn't have believed you. And quite frankly, I don't think I would be in the spot I am in life or pursuing the career I am. I don't think that I would hear peers say they wish all unvaccinated people would die. No, I don't think I would have believed you. And I'm just so disgusted by the state of the world right now. I'm sorry, but do we turn people away with kidney failure because they decided to drink one too many and say sucks for you? Or do we put them on dialysis? Do we look at people dying from Good lung point. cancer and say, dug your grave, sucks, not helping you, no. Or how about obese people? Do we say, hit the treadmill, fatty, there's nothing I can do for you? No, we don't do that because that's disgusting. And it's wrong. No, no. As healthcare workers, we do not, as a decent human being, we do not wish other people die. That's right. We don't do that. That's not how we roll around here, okay? I'm sorry, but I am so bothered at the fact that that's normal. That it's normal for me to sit and have a conversation with somebody my age and then tell me they hope I die because I'm not vaccinated. No, that's not okay. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, it's not okay. She's exactly right. Now, she looks to be fairly young, maybe 20s, early 30s at the most, I'm thinking. And uh, she's exactly right. Um, there, this, there, is no, there is no reason why people should be doing A what they're doing ago, in all this. Excuse if you me. would have told... Kick back over to the video and it come back on. This is, this is where there's, there's a real breakdown. And now the mentality is becoming to the point. There was a, there was a, a meme that I saw the other day that actually expressed something very well. It, it said something along the lines, and I'm probably going to botch it, but <clears throat> you'll get the point. We tolerate evil. We normalize evil. We talk about evil. And like the la- it, and there was one in between, or it's something along those lines. And then at the end, it says, and then we persecute those who speak against our evil. And that's where we're getting to, guys. Just understand, that's where we're getting to. We're getting to the point where there's going to be persecution, and there has been. We've seen it. We've seen the arrests. We've seen the brutality. We've seen all those things. I read to you the statement. I may read it again this morning uh, due to the fact that we've, we've, uh, we've lost Kate this morning. But uh, one of the things that uh, you know we've seen out of Canada, pastors up there, just for opening their churches, uh, have been arrested over this whole thing. And you noticed even this nurse, I you know I appreciate her speaking out, but she's got one of those things they made on the floor over in Zimbabwe or India or wherever they're built making these things, hanging off her ear. She doesn't know any better, but I'm sure if she got the information, she would go, "Yeah, what am I doing with this thing on my face or my ear?" Huh. She seems like she's got her head on straight. Well, friends, this is. <laughs> Again, we go back to Scripture, and what has Scripture taught us? We reference Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26 constantly on the show. Why? Is it because we're doom and gloom? No, it is, it is a warning to a disobedient people. It is, a, it is a call for them to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. I mentioned Nineveh. <clears throat> in my interview with Dr. Diamond the other day. Do you know that, that God didn't send one of his prophets outside the covenant people of Israel except one time? Never sent them to anybody else. They were always there within the covenant people. Except for Nineveh. And he had a guy named Jonah. And Jonah went out, and what did Jonah do? Well, Jonah knew that God was a merciful and gracious God. He knew the history of his people. <clears throat> how God had delivered them from Egypt, how he'd made a promise to Abraham 400-something years before that, saying the people would be in bondage for that long, and then he would deliver them, and he did. And Jonah knew that God kept his word. He knew that he loved his people. He knew that he would save the brokenhearted. And Jonah didn't want that for Nineveh. He had one of those complexes some of these people have. I'll just I'll leave it at that. You can figure it out, okay? They think they're a better race. They think the other races are chattel. They think they're there to work for them. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, they're the people who claim that they're the true Israel who really aren't. Okay? And there are other people like that too. It's not just them. There are others that think 
you know, there are some some white people who think that they're the supreme race, as though there is one, or black people who think there's a supreme race, or there are Asians. Believe it or not, watch end uh, to end all wars. That is the mentality of a people who succumb to emperor worship, beast worship, is what I call it, worshiping the state, and they think they're superior to other quote unquote races. Newsflash: There's one race. It's the human one. We're all made from one blood. Yes, God has set our boundaries throughout the earth. There's no question about that. There's one race. And yet, the human race, in large part, is at war with God. Let me help, let me help you with something. A lot of people who will agree with us on the vaccination thing, on the mask issue, on certain issues of liberty— we would agree with, and yet they're at war with God in other areas. Let me give you, for instance, <clears throat> any of you guys heard of this chick, uh, Nicki Minaj? She, her performances, her singing, all of that is over-sexualized. She is a woman who you know, is the modern-day Madonna from when my day was. And she recently came out and spoke against this vaccination stuff, this mandatory vaccines and all that other. And you know what? I'm like, good for you for speaking out. You've got a big platform. You should be speaking out on that, and you did it. Good for you. But the problem is she talks about it being this communist and this Marxist and this, that, and the other, and she doesn't realize that she's being used to bring in communism. You say, what are you talking about, Tim? I'm going to have to pull this up on the fly here because I wasn't expecting to talk about this. Um, but years ago, I did a short little deal on a Paul Harvey um, monologue that he had. And I'm going to see if I can find it. It should have been the first thing to come up because we don't have a lot with, we don't have a lot on Paul Harvey here. So let me head over to, to my site and see if I can bring this up real quick. Um, it was his talk on if I was the devil. And in that, I also added, yeah, here it is. I don't know why it didn't come up on Sons of Liberty, but in any case, I'm going to be able to bring you the information that I want to bring you. The thing that I want to bring you is, you know, I haven't seen a lot of this this lady, Nicki Minaj. I've seen enough to where I don't really want to see anymore. Um, and I'm not trying to badmouth her. I'm just saying she's right in speaking out on the vaccine issue. And it being a push into communism, just like a lot of these other things. But what she doesn't understand is she's being used in the area she's being used to push communism. L let me show you what I'm talking about. 45 goals of the Communist Party to over or to take over America. These were entered into the congressional record decades ago. Okay? Look at what some of the things are. Control, uh, number 23, control art critics and directors of art museums. Our plans to promote ugliness, repulsive, meaningless art. Number 24, eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. 
Do you know how porno? This is how pornography became quote unquote free speech. There's nothing about in pornography that is free speech. It's not about speech. It's not about a speech at all. It's about obscenity. And number twenty-five, break. And by the way, this some of this lady's videos are just that. I mean, they might as well be pornography. Twenty-five, break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Is this what Nicki Minaj does? Yep, she sure does. 26, present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, healthy. Does she do that? Yep, she sure does. Those are just things right smack dab in the middle of the goals of the communists to take over the United States. And so here's what happens. Conservatives jump on that bandwagon to praise her and never point out that she's doing part of the thing. And, you know, I got my own thoughts about some of this. I really do. That some of these people are used to say certain things to get the conservatives on their side. And then the conservatives have been so blinded, constitutionalists, Christians, whatever, have been so blinded by the WWE match out of D.C., they're in the right-left paradigm thing. And so when they see somebody that's that they think probably took the shot because they're in this elitist celebrity kind of situation. They gravitate towards them and say, oh, this is great. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like those Christians who some celebrity claims that they became a Christian and they just want to immediately lift them up on a pedestal and put them out there and have them talking and this, that, and the other. I think the best thing, this is just me, but I, and I think it's, I do think it's biblical, But I think one of the best things that we can do for new converts who might be celebrities is to protect them from that. It's to say, no, no, no. You be quiet and you learn. It's okay to share the gospel with your friends around and this, that, and the other as best you know it. But you be quiet and we protect them. Because what we do when we put them in situations like that is, here's what we do. We set them up for a fall. Pride is a serious sin. And the devil will use it. In fact, we're told that bishops are not to be novices. Why? Because they can be easily puffed up. And that's what's in, that's what's in the heart of man. So I think we should protect those guys. Now, with that said, let me show you this. This is out of England this week. Now, if you recall, England, and I think I made mention of this on the show briefly yesterday, England had a much smaller number of quote-unquote deaths after the, the shot than the United States. It was, it was extremely small. Now we're finding out they just weren't being exactly honest with us about their death rates. Now, we looked at the Euro, I think it was called the Eurovision or Eurovista or something like that, um, that Europe has, which is obviously bigger than England, and they were putting out their death rates. And it was it was pretty significant. I think it was as large or larger than the United States. Now we've got the story out. Check this out. In England, not in Europe, in England... 
30,305 people have died within 21 days of having a COVID-19 shot. And nearly 124,000 died 21 days or more after getting the shot. Did you get that? That's just in England. That's, that's not in Europe. That's in England. And this is according to the official Office of National Statistics. 30,305 people died within 21 days. That's three weeks. When you get the shot, you might as well put your watch on and do the, do the, do the stopwatch there. you got three weeks to live or less. Within 21 days of having a COVID-19 shot, and nearly 124,000 died 21 days or more after getting the shot. You know, the Bible does warn us about these things. There's a way that seems right to a man. There's a way that seems right to a man. But the end thereof is death. It's death. And for those who don't die, they're left here to live with injuries. Some of them shaking and convulsing so bad they can't even hardly sleep. You, you can see them. Their body's spasming. Some are magnetized. Some are having Bell's palsy. Some are having their hearts inflamed. Some are having blood clots. Some are having brain aneurysms. And yet, our governments have the audacity to look us in the face and tell us that their patience is wearing thin. That these are safe and effective. And the Mockingbird media is just as complicit in this. When these trials come to bring people to justice... People in the Mockingbird media, people like Andrew Cuomo, people like Don Lemon, people like some of the, the knuckleheads over there at Fox News. I was watching a thing yesterday. You know, was, uh, somebody had sent it to me, Stu Peters, and he had the lady who was running for uh, Congress, I think it was, in Delaware. Forget the lady's name. And there were, you know, it was like they made this big discovery that Fox News was the controlled opposition. And they were only coming to this conclusion because of some documents they found, and because, you know, Fox had turned on Donald Trump, you know, second time around. Well, folks, we've been telling you Fox's controlled opposition for almost a decade now. How do we know it? Look at what they're funding. They're funding the LGBTQ. They've been doing that for a decade, at least. They are promoted and funded by the big pharma companies that are putting these out, the, these shots and the drugs. They're the ones who pay the salaries. They're the ones who keep them on the air. And sure, you get a couple of guys who, who come along and they'll, they'll call out some things. You get a Tucker Carlson. I mean, but Tucker Carlson tells you you're a moron if you believe the 9-11 official story. And I like Tucker Carlson. The fact of the matter remains, here's these things. And these are the people who go and they promote the jab. Did you know, and I found this out through watching the Stu Peter show, 
that Fox, even though they have all their talking heads come on and they're really against the mandates and blah, blah, blah. Do you know what Fox is doing to their people over there? They're mandating they get the shots. Woe to you hypocrites. You brood of vipers. You snakes. You rocks. You worse than worthless things. Woe to you. You talk out of this side of your mouth, and then you talk out of that side of your mouth. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit on that in just a second, too, uh, Novak's over on DLive. Again, I'm not trying to promote Stu Peters. I, I like a lot of the guests he comes on that come on with a lot of information. I really do. Not trying to promote Stu, but, you know, the other day he came on, and not to get away from our subject matter, but the other day he came on, you know, he's been pr- a promoter of Trump from what I understand. Maybe even of Q. I'm assuming he has because of some of the things he said. But he came out the other day, and it was like the blinders were off. Hey, nobody's coming to save us. You know, Trump isn't going to do it. He, We've seen what's going on here. He keeps pushing the shots. And the Q stuff, I mean, the plan is is for the people to do something. Well, yeah, man. <laughs> This is what we've been trying to tell you Trumpites for five years now. More than that, six years. We've been trying to tell you guys, you're the solution. Why? Because that's the way God has designed it. He has not designed that we have a beast system rule over us and proclaim to us that they're going to solve all our problems. That is not how man is supposed to live. We have one king. His name is Jesus. He is the conqueror of death, hell, and the grave. And when you got a guy like that on your side and he's your king, who needs Donald Trump? Who needs Joe Biden? My daddy's made, my daddy made the world. And he holds it together by the word of his power. And yet men want a king like every other nation. And they'll go the same route as the nation of Israel in Old Testament and forgetting the God who brought them out of their slavery, who put them in a land where they were free, gave them houses they didn't build, vineyards they didn't plant, took care of their needs, was their healer, all of this, and they'll trade him for a bowl of porridge or a bowl of beans. That's what they'll do because they have no loyalty to the one who gave his son, that they might be saved from their lawlessness, from their sin. And they'll buy the lies, and they'll eat it up. I was so thankful this week when we had Dr. Christina Parks on. Cellular and molecular biologist, probably the, I get, I'm wanting to say probably maybe the smartest person we've had on here. We've, I don't think we've had a cellular or molecular biologist on. And I loved how she brought it to the fact that there is, Satan is behind all of this. All of the deception that's going on. And we are being, there are people being deceived through this pandemic. They're being deceived. My goodness, even the people who get the pandemic are being deceived into thinking, well, we can come alongside and just cast everything else out. 
Now, you have heard me say, and I've been very clear to say it, I will stand with people in justice. I don't care if they're a Muslim. I don't care if they're a, a Sikh person. We had uh, G. Singh on. He's, he's of the Sikh religion. We've had Dr. Adil on. I think he is Muslim. We've had Christians on. We've had people who are not Christians. I will stand with those people on the issue of justice when it comes to this. But I make it very clear, there is a distinction between us. We are not the same. We do not have the same daddy. The Bible's clear. I can't change that. Does that mean I treat them different? No, I don't treat them different. You guys have seen me when I've had them on the show. And I take it as an opportunity to instill the Word of God because the Bible says that one plants, another comes along and waters, but it's God who gives the increase. My job is not to convert anybody. My job is to disciple people. Read Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Our job is not to go and convert people. It certainly isn't to convert them at the, at the tip of the sword like Islam does. Our job is to disciple them. It is to tell them what the Lord has said. Trust that His Holy Spirit is strong enough to change the heart if that's what God wants to do. It's, a, I, it's the most liberating thing in the world. And so I, I do apologize that we got the feed cut off there. I thought maybe we would get... Somebody come back in there, but we haven't. But this is a lot of stuff that what I'm telling you right now is a lot of stuff that I have thought about this week through a lot of the things that we have put out. Here's another one. I'm just going to give you my thoughts on this too. Texas hospital faces closure over COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Why? Because their nurses are walking out on them. The nurses are walking out on them. And let, let me tell you something. Don't think for a minute the evil pers- people who have constructed this haven't don't have any uh, contingency plans for this. They do. In fact, some of this may be walking right into what they because they know some people are going to resist it. Well, let me tell you what I mean. I don't know. I don't recall the state, but you remember where the bus drivers. Hundreds of bus drivers said, we're not taking that shot. You can take this bus and shove it, right? And what did the governor do? Well, he called in the, the, the National Guard. <clears throat> and this is why there shouldn't be a federal militia. The National Guard is considered a federal militia. They're not a constitutional militia. They're a federal one. This is why we shouldn't have it. Because if the militia made up of the sovereign people of the sovereign states... If they were the ones forming the militia and they told them to do that, you know what the militia would tell him to do? We're coming to arrest you. We're, we're just going to come to arrest you. You're acting outside your scope of authority, and we're not going to deal with your tyranny. But because it's federalized, because it's funded by the federal government and the state government, they'll call them up to drive kids to school. What's wrong with parents driving their kids to school? Well, I got to work, Tim. You know, I got a, I got a mortgage to do. It. Well, so do I. Well, but you don't understand, Tim. I got these health problems, and I got. To, well, you know, I've had some of those too. We well, don't understand. I got two or three kids. Well, I got ten. We well, understand. I, I just don't make a lot of money. I don't either. See, it's the choices we make that determine what we're going to see as the fruit of that. 
I. What do you do when the people take a stand and they're willing to give it all up, burn their diplomas over in France, throw in their gowns, take a protest to the streets in Houston, whatever the case is, leave their business or whatever, and then the government's going to come along and says, hospitals, don't worry about it. We got you covered. Uh, banks, don't worry about it. If your employees walk out, we got you covered. Businesses, don't worry about it. If your employees walk out for these shot things, we got you covered. Because what we're going to do is we're going to take their money and uh, lawlessly give it to you to keep you open. But we'll let them starve. That's what they're going to do. You know that's what they're going to do. That's what they've been doing for years. They've been doing it with the banks. How many bailouts have the banks gotten? And there wasn't even walkouts. They just were stupid with their money. And I've talked to you about usury. It's an abomination before God. And yet we get involved with it all the time, don't we? Oh, well, I don't don't do that. Well, do you got a savings account where you're getting uh, interest on that money? Yeah, you are. You're part of that system. Because they're taking your money and they're loaning it out for for usury to your neighbors. And your neighbors are slaves to that particular loan. And then they're going to pay you pennies on that while they make buku billions of dollars doing it. Airlines are another one. Have been bailed out time and time and time and time and time again. With your money. You paid for it. And I don't know when we're going to get it through our head. But I've told you before. I don't see any way you're going to clean DC up. Unless God strikes them either dead or he strikes them with a change of heart. Real revival. A resurrection of the dead sinners up there in DC. I don't see how that's going to happen. We're at a time much like what our founding father, Thomas Jefferson, said. Um, When he penned the Declaration of Independence, this is what he said. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separation. Now, he lists that out, and then he talks about this right here. Pay close attention. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the government, of the governed. And he says this, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Did you get that? Let me read that one more time. Whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, what's the ends? Securing 
and protecting the unalienable rights of the creatures that the Creator gave them. When they become destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. This nonsense that you hear in the Pledge of Allegiance that we are indivisible is a lie. It's not true. It's not true. It never has been true. That came from a socialist Baptist. And I'm not going to get off on the Pledge of Allegiance here. But the fact of the matter is we are sovereign states. We can be indivisible. Let me tell you how. We were indivisible with, uh, with England. In the South, we were indivisible from the North and those in the Midwest. It's going to happen again. Or we were divisible. I'm sorry, I used the wrong word. We were divisible from both. It's going to happen again. This can't keep going on and the people keep allowing it. We just are not... We are far along. We are not that far along. We are tolerating a lot of evil and we're going to experience what that evil brings unless we put a stop to it. And one of the biggest things I see that we can do is dissolve DC. Just dissolve it. Dissolve the whole thing. Because it has become a beast that needs to be slayed. How do you do that? Am I talking about overthrowing the government? No, I'm talking about dissolving. I'm talking about exactly what Thomas Jefferson said. Dissolve it. The states have the power to dissolve it. We're not paying you any more taxes. You are no longer you have you no longer have consent to govern us. Senators, representatives, the jig is up, your show is over, get back home and get a job. Start a business, do something, but you're not going to live off the public dole anymore. And you're certainly not going to get paid off by Big Pharma and the rest of these special interest groups who come up there to pay you off to get you elected every year or every other year or six years or four years or whenever it is. This is what has to happen. Is this biblical? Yep, the Bible tells us to come out from among her so we do not partake in her sins or her plagues. It is biblical. There was a separation of the northern and southern kingdom over idolatry. This is very biblical. Christians come out from among them when they become believers, do they not? We are in the world, but we're not of the world. There's your message of hope for today. You're not you're in the world, but you're not of it. You don't have to be a part of it. You can separate yourself from it. All right? Okay, sorry we didn't get back to uh, Dr. McRae and the rest of Kate. I don't know what happened there. Somebody else was filming, but uh, as it goes, I'll have to change my title. <laughs> and anyway, you have guys have a great day. Bradley Mellon for, th- for two hours today, 3 p.m. Eastern. Catch him, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Be back with you on Monday. See you.